When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Forever. Dog. Race Chaser. Hello. 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 And welcome back to Race Chaser, a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, Race starting Aww. from the very beginning. This is the beginning. My name's Alaska. What's yours? And I'm Meatball. Bitch. <laughs> Bitch. No, what? What? Bitch. How did I get here? Bitch by boo, motherfucking boo by bitch. I stole her wig. Um, <laughs> uh, well, um, so this is what happens when two Rue girls decide to do a podcast every single fucking week and are gainfully employed as um, cross-dressers who travel themselves around the world and trot themselves on stage in skimpy outfits far too young for their actual ages and get paid vast sums of money for it. This is what happens. We can't literally figure out what time zone we're going to be in in order to coordinate a time that works for both of us. <laughs> it's just not possible. Science has not allowed for the possibility of us to uh, use a Google Hangout to remotely uh, create a, um, a coherent discussion about our favorite TV show. RuPaul's but you know Drag what Race. science did allow me to live a block away from the studio. So I'm here. I know. <laughs> so here's the thing. Yes. I'm so glad you're here. Meatballs. Thank Meatballs you. on the other end. Jeremy. Jeremy is here with me. Uh, lovely. Um, <laughs> he will be the he'll be the big dipper. Uh, Mike, because he's far away from the from the vocal. Thing. <laughs> if you want to chime in, you have to scream into this phone. Phone, basically, <laughs> I'll be cautious. <laughs> Here's the thing: Jeremy hasn't seen the episode. Oh, so but I've seen I'm it twice, good. and I don't really remember much. Okay. Well, the theme of this episode will be a spoiler it for Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it is for millions of others on YouTube. Why shouldn't it be for me? Exactly. So, okay, um, last week some things happened. Uh, Fringe on the Runway, Pop Diva Evangelical, Britney Bitch, Nita West won the challenge. Yay! 
Um, let's go into the DMs. These are fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the DMs, we were wondering about Akiria Chanel, Akiria Chanel Davenport. We were wondering if her name is a pun. On Akiria Chanel. Right. Right. That's I not- carry a Chanel. Yeah. Does it mean I carry a Chanel? And some people tweeted her and wanted to ask her on, on Twitter and she said, LOL, no, but I love it. <laughs> and then she said to someone else, no, but as of now, it will be. So uh, we discovered a pun in a drag name. Um, <laughs> honey Davenport sadly went home so, I mean, it was, it was so soon. I was expecting a lot more of her. Well, yeah, I know. It's like. It's really hard because you can have a season that's stacked with really like amazing queens and really stunning, talented people. But the but sometimes, you know, but no, every time somebody has to rise to the top and that means more and more people get cut every week. Mm -hmm. So from here on out, it's going to be harder to eliminate people because like the gals are sickling. (laughs) Just as a side note for this um, for this episode, I sent a text. I'm on tour right now with the um, with the Twisted Circus tour. We had our first show tonight. Ooh, how's it going? Um, well, it was one of those shows where everything goes wrong. <laughs> well, no. But, but there's enough people on the cast where no one feels bad or responsible. Okay, that's good. So, well, I don't know if that is good, but <laughs> none of us personally felt responsible for the for, for uh, a show where pretty much technically everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. Like the venue turned on the lights at the end because we were over time. Oh, yeah. my God. Which, Meatball, I've never seen this happen. I've, it's in, happened to me however, before. <laughs> that was gone a little long. They've been like, just cut it off. Get her out of here. They didn't like your numbers. They didn't like they me not, myself. That has happened to me where they were like, uh, we're done with this number, so we're cutting the music. But like the venue turned the house lights on. You know those gays scattered by cockroaches. They were scared. They didn't know what to do. It was Trinity the Tuck's big number. She's the current reigning. Like this was a big moment. And they were just like, no, you're over time. We're turning on the lights. Oh, God. So a, lo- a lot of things technically went wrong. But you know what? I had a, I had actually a really great time. It's a fun show. With excellent, excellent talent. A great cast. Yes. Like a really excellent cast. And a great group of girls. So you know what? Tonight was our first dress rehearsal. Right. We learned from That's it. That's what happens when you, do a, when you do a big, long show and you're in drag and you're touring a lot. Yeah, the first shows. The first show is always a mess, and it's the same in the theater. Don't they say if you have like a terrible first show, the rest of the run is great? That's the tea. Okay, here's hoping. So, oh, but what my point is? (laughs) (laughs) My point is, I sent a text to Gia Gunn asking her if she wanted to come be a pop in on the podcast. And she said, LOL, okay. <laughs> and so we'll see if she pops in for us. That would be amazing. If yes. She 
I don't know if she's seen the episode either, so you know, we're flying Jeremy, you, you and Gina, right? You might be in the same boat, right? Okay, okay. So, Aquarius, or sorry, Honey Davenport's message on the mirror said, "Sisters, if nothing else." Oh. Oh my God! Did we call There's her? a knock at the door. Oh, Gina's she's already here. here. You summoned her. Oh uh, my Lord, in heaven! How are we going to do this? Okay, I'll stop talking. Gina, <laughs> Gina, the Gina. Gina. Come over here. Oh my God! Come sit here. Oh, Gina's in the room. Gina's in the room. Oh I wish I could see her. Here, I'm going to put this in your ear. Wish the internet worked. Here you go. No, it's not live. Oh. We can edit stuff out. Is this Willem? Um, no, Willem's oh. not on this episode. No, it's this me. Is it's Meatball. meatball. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Gia just whispered, who is that <laughs> about Meatball? <laughs> wow, our first time on the podcast, Meatball gets dragged. I just get dragged the whole time. I'm down for it. <laughs> Big Dipper and Meatball are on the other end. Jeremy is here. <laughs> Uh, is that you and your man on your lock screen? It sure is, Mama. She's a married woman. Is he Persian? He is. How He's did Persian? You know? Yeah. Oh, Damn. she got the Persian. How persuasion. did you know, freak? <laughs> <laughs> you need the Wi-Fi. You just, just knew that he was Persian. I don't know. I just guessed. Okay, what are we doing? Near Eastern men. What are we doing? Are you Princess Jasmine or I'm Princess Cunt. <laughs> Okay, so did you see this last episode of Drag Race? Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I saw the orange runway. You did? Yeah. And okay. I saw the Trump. So you saw it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. What did you think? What were your overall thoughts? Oh, I liked it. I thought the runway was Sick obviously name. very creative, very really cohesive with like, you know, the whole play and the political plug and all that. And I thought the girls looked really sickening. I really loved Miss Vanjie's look. I really loved. Really good. Um, yeah, Miss Vanjie's look. Plastique. Oh, yeah. oh yes. Love plastic. <laughs> she yeah, no, what she about was Evie? I, she had the orange on her head. I don't think that's Gia's cup of tea. I mean, she was cute. <laughs> no, she was cute. And I'm really I into like her story. You know what I really liked about this episode was uh, the real moments. Like Nina's storytelling and oh, Evie's girl. storytelling. I mean, it got deep. And like I was watching it with one of my friends. They were like, I hate it when it gets all sobby and sad. And I'm like, no. I think that's, that's, yeah. that's what like people need to be seeing because people need to understand that behind all the glitz and the glamour, there's real life, you know? Yeah. And I really think that's what the show has turned into this. Like if we can do it, so can you, Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? At the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was really happy to see that. You were amazing in the show tonight, by the way. Did you live for the doll? Girl, <laughs> meatball. When I tell oh, you, I want to see it. This geisha fucking uh, <laughs> Japanese inspired, and then it turns into like voguing and a strip tease, and the fucking <laughs> pussy is out. And like, the I'm just, it's drag, it's the really drag excellence is what you do. No, the drag I mean, excellence is what you do, and it's what you've always done, but like that, that this was, there's a reason why you were like, why that audience fucking lost their minds. Well, you know, 
I feel like I really wasn't able to show all of my talents and, you know, share all of, you know, who I am on All Stars. So um, this was my opportunity to, you know, kind of be on the stage with the best of the best and kind of show what what I got, you know. But more importantly, um, the UK, like, literally supported me so much with my GoFundMe and being able to, you know, raise enough money for my surgery. So I really wanted to put on a good show for them and let them know that I really appreciate their support all these years. And, you know, obviously when people donate money, you know, it's a big deal. You know what I mean? And I just wanted people to know, because, you know, words can only take you so far. But I think in this industry, it's like, if you turn it out on stage and you you really do your best job, that's, I think, like the biggest way of saying, like, thank you for coming mm-hmm. and making it worth people's money. Oh, it was to hurt. So, it yeah, was I was hurt. happy to do it. It was to hurt. We will post a video to the gram. Yeah. Okay. We'll post a little clip. Yeah. I want to see it so bad. You always turn it out, Ma. I always Baby, see you at precinct. You put the little part where I get in the pasties on the OnlyFans. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, can we do that? Let's do that, dip. Yeah, let's get G on so, the OnlyFans special guest. I live OnlyFans girl. So the the uh, I love a mini challenge. I love that Rachel Maddow came in and was like, "Do a mini challenge where you dress like me and read off a teleprompter." <laughs> Now, were they bamboozling? Because I find it very hard to believe that literally everyone in the cast can't read words on a on a screen. But you know a teleprompter is hard. Like, if you've never read off a teleprompter and it's moving quickly, you're freaking out. Because I've had, like, a panic attack doing something like that. Also, I feel like the public school system has failed us. How about for the OnlyFans? Why don't we do this challenge? Big Dipper, you can write some news copy from the current news, and we'll do it on, like, a teleprompter app, and we'll literally sit there and try and read it, and we'll see, (laughs) we'll show how difficult it is. Okay. It must have been difficult for all of these queens to have such a difficult time Mm -hmm. with it. They must have been running it really fast and just like, I mean, Mama, we're reading off a teleprompter right now and I'm not having much of a hard time. (laughs) No. Do you know what this word is? Because everyone had trouble with this word. Sound it out, girl. (laughs) No. Colonial. Mm -hmm, Colonial. It's actually Colonel. Mama, if you can't pronounce it, just don't say it. (laughs) You would have just skipped over it. It's like caramel and how some people say caramel and some people say caramel. Exactly. Right. Tomato, tomato. Right. Potato, potato. Flama, conflama. Oh, Vanjie said Sopocapactica. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Instead of sophisticated. Ms. Vanjie is running the show. She is. She is. She's, She's giving me very, the first couple episodes, Geogun season six tease. Just <laughs> running it. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Now she's, yeah. I mean, she. She's beat in those interviews as well. Mm-hmm. But that she, highlight? Her highlight is, that highlight very is heavy. popping. But she's very entertaining. Like, I didn't realize that she has so much charisma. She has charisma. She true. really does. She She's loaded with charisma. Yeah, oh, I just funny. found out that the mini challenge was a throwback to a season one teleprompter challenge. That's what they were doing. But I don't remember that challenge. Okay, I do remember it. Were they, they struggling to do just Oprah as hard challenge, then? Like a newscaster moment mm-hmm. on season one? Yeah. 
Remember that? And they tried to stump the girls with hard words like Ahmadinejad. And you guys can't see, but Alaska's in like full drag right now. I'm in full mug. Oh, so do you have to like be in full mug in order to like feel it? You know, every episode. And really let Alaska come out. Every episode I get into full drag. You can't just like tuck (laughs) and still feel it. What about like a little. Alaska can't phone it. What about a little hip pad next to you? (laughs) Oh, I must. Yeah, I have to. I have to. I have to wear one of those Trinity the Tuck gaffs. What about just a. I do one of those Trinity. Let me tell you something about those gaffs, sweetie. Those gaffs. Those are not tuckers. Those are squishers. Oh. Okay. Yeah. They squish the goods. Now, the Gia Gun Gaffs, honey, Miss Mama oh. Child is gone. <laughs> Available at shopgeogun.com. Now, those tuck a hoe. Because, honey, I go to yoga in those. I go to the gym in those. Oh, work. I mean, oh. I, by all means, don't have a penis. But, you know, I still talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to, yeah, just to create the illusion. I don't want the girls to feel left out. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? <laughs> because, mama, once the gig is up, the gig is up. You know? The, the gig and the jig. We're <laughs> female illusionists in this in these parts. At the end of the day. And in those parts. At the end of the day. At the end of the day, the Trinity's gaffs don't tuck. They just... Are they more a novelty item? They are. And she even said it herself. So they're not functional. I mean, Yours are, though. How exactly functional. does yours work? Is fully it the full functional. tuck? Like, you gotta put the balls up and then pull it back? Or is it All just like... All that, mama. All of it. Yeah, All of it's it. like wearing duct tape, but you're not. Ooh. Hers is like wearing a boxer brief, but <laughs> you are. <laughs> Oh, I love it. All right. Well, that being said, I think it's time for us to move on to a commercial break. Are you guys ready? Oh, it's so okay. Yes, yeah, commercial break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses, so get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag Drag. today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. This episode is brought to you by who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep! The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. I've read the men's room wall. We have the Midnight Dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if- all good. 
if you have slumber parties if uh lots of, i love a helix party uh and we are the helix girls and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies but if you don't know you could take a helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes they've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. So that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code HelixPartner20. This is their best offer yet, and it's not going to last long. It's so good, I'm going to say it again. That's HelixSleep.com slash drag. And use code HelixPartner20. With Helix, better sleep starts now. And we are back. <laughs> Let's get into the maxi challenge tonight, which is Trump the Rusical. A political twist on Greece. Well, this was, um, this was, this this is touchy territory, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, but I thought they navigated a minefield quite elegantly. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't find it offensive. Like, I don't, I don't let that name come out of my mouth. And so, dedicating an entire episode of this phenomenon to someone of that, you know, of that ilk, mm-hmm. is not something that is. It's kind of something I'm resistant to. But watching this, I found I I thought they did a great job. They made it all about the women. It was about the women. And Ginger Minj got to have a really amazing cameo <laughs> popping in. I couldn't believe that was her. They just told me today that that was her. I know. I didn't know either. And I saw a close-up of the what makeup. pressure, right? What privilege. What privilege. <laughs> as, as well. But, Mama, that's... Yeah, so how do we feel about this? Um, How did you feel about it? Well, did Mama, like I it? asked you first. How okay. dare you? <laughs> I thought the girls did a really great job. And I like that they made it all about the women. And they made it about the woman characters. Shandy, is that based on someone? Or did they just base it on Sandy from Greece and just change just it? I think it's just Sandy from Greece. Okay. Because With- Shandy is the name of um, Shanda, Shanda Lear. Lear from I Am Kate, the Caitlyn Jenner show. One of the main women on that show was named Shandy. Oh, I don't know. Now, do we feel like this was just as touchy or more or less than Trinity's Caitlyn Jenner on All Stars? (laughs) Um, Did you find that touchy? I didn't find that touchy. No. I thought it was funny, so it got a pass. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this one was pretty funny. It was funny. The joke wasn't, ooh, I'm trans. The joke right. was, I'm old and Republican. And imitating a character. And that's, but, you know, well, not that's a character, because that's her real life. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, I, I think, I think she did great. This, 
I thought it was good. I, I thought there were some standouts. I thought Brooklyn was a standout. Brooklyn was well, she is the standout of the whole show. The whole time. I th- Wait, who? Who me? Oh, I said Brooklyn was too. I thought um, Silky yeah. as Oprah was actually pretty good. That was a good Oprah. No, just I me. said last week that Silky looks like Oprah. You sure did. You sure did. And then here she comes. She just does. She looks like Oprah. I she has a similar Oprah. facial uh, structure. And when she's in makeup, like the lash and the... Is, do I look like o- Connie Chung? <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Who do I look like? Lucy Liu. Is Connie Chung Japanese? Just tell me I look like some woman that's important. I said I Lucy mean, Liu. You look like Gia Ga. No Connie Chung. <laughs> <laughs> what about Lucy Liu? Oh, I could see a Lucy Lou. Can't hear me, Mama. She's not that important, <laughs> but she's beautiful, <laughs> and she is important. She was on Ally McBeal. She was okay. on. She I grew did up with Charlie her. Charlie Angels movie for this generation. Yeah, she did. She's a. What about Clamora Lee she Simmons? Did. Kill Bill. She did the number that I did tonight on the show. Oh, yeah. In, How dare I? In Gia's number, there's that Lucy Luke from Kill Bill where she's like, and if any of you motherfuckers have oh. anything else to say, did you live for that part? Die. Oh, my God. I <laughs> bitch. Oh, Kill Bill. Who else do we like? Oh, Evie has Kelly and Conway. Come on. Oh, yeah. Come on. I like Vangia's Rosie. You did? Because she got dog walked. I mean, I thought she was funny. Uh, Michelle called her a lesbian fly girl. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I look forward to seeing The judges Jerry. have a lot of things to say. Jeremy, that's a good, Jeremy's like, I want to see this. <laughs> I, I can't see wait to. I also think honorable mention has to go to Nina, Nina West, who did Sarah Huckabee Sanders. This casting was really brilliant because physically she embodied this sort of, you know, husky woman and gave her these facial expressions that were How is it, Mama? Husky. Husky. Meatball, you're a husky woman. How do you feel about husky representation? She she looked great. She looked like a Sasquatch in a wig. Meatball, I want to know what character you would have wanted to play out of all these. Oprah. Oh, I could see that. I could see. I mean, she has sent me a restraining order, or not a restraining order, a cease and desist, but I would still play her. Oh, she really did? Yeah, because I was playing her wrong on the internet. (laughs) Oh, damn. Okay, work. Honestly, the reason I got to watch this episode is because we ended up in an airplane. We were about to take off at 9 p.m. on the East Coast. That's when the show starts. And the guy comes over the loudspeaker and he says... We have never seen this in the history of our career. The longest line for takeoff of planes. We're going to be sitting here for 45 minutes to an hour. So I was like, bing, bang, boom. Start those engines, sweets, and take off. Honey, I put in my headphones, and I got to watch the episode. And I got to tweet. Sickening. Yeah. Sickening, no. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We we have the... (laughs) We have the uh, dance choreographer who's rude, who's mean, who's shady. really shady. Oh. Um, his was- name is Giannis, which is sort of like anus. <laughs> I live for Giannis. You do? You live for Giannis? I do. Giannis. I mean, she's a really good dancer. And Mama, she was there to school the girls on dancing. 
I swear they get harder and harder every year. They do. Girls on the dolls. They do. But mama, it's season 11. If you can't do a little five, six, seven, and it's time for you to possibly go. Well, I wouldn't. I would. I would sink on these girls. Well, no, you would figure out a way to like sell it. Use your strengths. Yeah. Yeah. You have to sell it. If you can't dance, you can sell it. It's not about executing the task. It's about utilizing what you're good at and still standing out. And Raja she, said that she's very good at dance training. She said she's been doing it. Yeah, she fucked up by <laughs> saying that. That's, that's when you just have to Mama, undersell That's your, like your me strength. saying I know what a Tony is. How dare she? <laughs> I know what a Delarian is. A Delarian? <laughs> Mama, I'm getting one of those for my 21st birthday. Oh, cur. A Delaria. Oh, cur. We're sending money to Cardi B, who has copyrighted this phrase. Did she? Uh, no, she's working on it. She's trying to steal it from the gays. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Let's just go to the main stage. Yeah. What do we got? Or, or is there anything necessary that we have? The, the Sharpie brow. Mama's body's falling stage. apart. <laughs> Mama, take me straight to the question and answer and the crowning. <laughs> Baby, I could fast forward through question and answer and okay. evening gown. Just take me to the crowning, Mama. Yeah, let's talk RuPaul about those looks- Sharpie brows, though. Well, everyone no, knew about that from her. Um, I almost tried it tonight. Have you ever done it? I uh, well, maybe back in my chola days. Really? Do you know what I'm saying? Just a very thin. Absolutely strong. not, Mama. I used to make fun of the girls and say, "Mama, why you got sharpie eyebrows on?" <laughs> and really realistically, they were tattooed. Yes. I mean, she does. Well, Ginger used to use it on her lips. Remember when everyone lost their minds when she did that? Like, Mama, why wouldn't you just get a little, like, you know, pod or, like, black makeup? Or, or like, makeup. It's just toxic chemicals right by your eye. It seems like a really bad idea. I mean, it's funny for a gag in the workroom, and we're talking about it now, so she was Do you think she made it up? Um, I've heard of sharp. I thought, I mean, people have always joked about, oh, you use the sharpies for your brows. You got right. sharpie brows, girl. But I've never seen it actually. But like, that's usually when they look real like chola and thin and yeah. just like, you know, very that. They come together but about girl, half a centimeter no in the middle. Nobody's, <laughs> nobody's really using a sharpie. She does. She used it in her Cosmo Queens video. She used a sharpie on that thing. Is it is it a money thing? I mean, no, Mama. Wet and wild. I think it's because she sweats so much, and Sharpie doesn't come off with sweat really. Oh, maybe it's a way saying it's because this is just from a fat person's perspective. Mayhaps that be it. Okay. Does she have like? I mean, I'm not defending it. Just get some Botox and your forehead will stop sweating. Lace front eyebrows that she could glue on. Oh, but I used to have lace front eyebrows, and those fall off when you sweat. I love them. I wore them in the American Girl I used lab. to glue down my sides, girl, or put on fake, like... Spit curls? Yeah, Ooh. just to... Not to snatch me. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I used to have a fade. Oh. Uh, did you know me when I had a... Que masculino. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, Mama, we were all trade at one point. <laughs> girl, at one point or another. It was very, like... Mercedes, we have to have the conversation about the fact that you are Muslim. Mm-hmm. 
Because this might be your stopping point. Yeah. You might be leaving. So we need to have the discussion. And historically. You know what, Farah? I just want (laughs) to. I just want to say. In case it's your last time on the race today. We want to make sure that we talk about these. Yeah. very. Is it very that? Yes. It is very that. You were producing. Yeah. You were doing the producing. Yeah. So we felt like it was forced. Producer credit. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was forced. I think it was necessary because I thought the conversation they had was really important. Yes, girl. This show is like, at this point, the show is not just a drag show. The show at this point is educating people, giving mm-hmm. people answers, giving people lifelines, inspirations, Jeez. hope all across the world. So it's like, yeah, let's not, you know, be sickening and yes, God, mama, the house down and all that 24 <laughs> seven. Let's What's talk about real life <laughs> issues. There's nothing wrong with that, but we get it. We've got <laughs> yeah. it. So what now? And I think they're doing a good job with, you know, showing the more vulnerable side of the girls. I mean, I don't know what happened to me on All Stars, but I mean, you saw a little bit of the vulnerable side, but we did. I think that's what the show is about. Also, on top of the glitz and the glam and the goops and the gags, people want to know that we're real people behind all the makeup and all the shows and all that, you know? Exactly. So I appreciated it. I really did. And obviously her being a person of color and sharing this very important, relevant, you know, tea. I, I think a lot of people needed to hear it. Yeah. And she said when she gets eliminated, sorry, spoiler alert, but she said, I'm here to show that Muslims are not, not terrorists. terrorists. Well, she ate it for that. <laughs> she ate it. <laughs> I thought it was the dumbest <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> That's her exit catchphrase. You can't put that well, on a t-shirt okay. and sell it. <laughs> Why don't we get we to the main stage? Yes, we have great guest judges. RuPaul looked amazing. This she episode. did. Yeah, she really, I think. I think uh, 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 Raven and Delta, they really, they've really, uh, they've really got a hold on Step it. their puss. Puss. Uh, yeah. Their bussy. The bus. <laughs> no, she did. She looked good. She we looked good. good. I didn't exactly cough like a man, but. <laughs> wow. Um, she probably does <laughs> cough like a man. And oh, wow. while we're coughing like men, it's time to take another break before we get to the main stage. <laughs> Let's take a break. Toots Alina, St. That's me coughing like a man. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we are back to Selena St. James Dupree. Hey, Scalderella St. Gina. <laughs> Scalderella. <laughs> hey, kids, are you ready for some scalding hot tea? Well, please sign up for the Scalderella. Clock the phrase. Scalderella. Sissy that blank. Sissy that scald dream. <laughs> 
so you guys get so what, what we're is saying? this Scalderina? I just, Do you guys I get, let you go yeah, on can, it for a while? But can we explain what a Scalderina is? Because I don't think a lot of people get it. It's it's when the tea is so hot. That it's just scalding. It's not just scalding hot tea. It's, it's, scalding. it's scalderina. It's scalderina. It's like she's her own thing. Is there one step Scalderina past Van that? Cartier. <laughs> scalderina <laughs> Van Cartier St. James. Dupree. Dupree. Davenport. Davenport. She's definitely a Davenport. Yes. Don't ever forget a Davenport. It's the period at the end of the sentence. <laughs> Now, what were you saying, Madam 5000? <laughs> I, was, I love Madam 5000. Someone was calling me on, this, on the, at the show today. What were you saying? Um, we have great uh, guest judges. We have your former oh, yeah. roommate. That guy was on. Joel there. McHale, who Michelle Visage now hates. Oh, yeah, because really he was fun. annoying her. He was. He was being Why? very He was being very bro-ish and What was the a scalding hot tea on that one? <laughs> <laughs> I think they were playing it up because it was funny. But he kept going, yeah, oh, yeah. And Michelle just kept, like, looking at him, like, angry from the Skaldrasha. side. Skaldrasha. honey. I thought it was so funny they kept screaming. It was very funny. I just think it's funny when any of the judges get irritated. Yeah. yeah. And he was he was there on the on the panel with Tiffany New York Pollard, so he had to be over the top to compete with her. Because she is... Over the most over the top. She's the most. This over. is the um, Wi-Fi password. Oh, thanks, mom. X, X, extra. <laughs> when I tell you, I was on the set of Scared Famous. I lived in a house for for two weeks with Miss Pollard, and the moments I had with her that, um, like the cameras were down, and we had uh, like a, a moment to sort of just like connect on a human level. Like su- you can tell, like she's a very lovely person. But she was there to do a job, and the job is to be a dramatic television character. Right. She knows. She kind of invented this genre. Yeah. She went on that reality show, Flavor of Love. And she was yes, Flavor of Love. She was so over the top that they ended up giving her her own show. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's no coincidence that Silky Ganache is on the season with uh, Tiffany Pollard as a guest judge. Yes, Miss Pollard. Do you think that Ganache is going to get her own show? Yeah, Ganache absolutely. I think 100% they're going to give her like her own wow show and then it's going to go great and it's going to be like a Katya and, and Trixie on thing. Like it's just going to blow up because she's so over the top and you can't not love her. What if they did like oh. a dating show like they want? she wants to find love? I heard she's handsy. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Sorry. Well. Well, missed it. Let's talk about the runway. Oh, the runway's stunning, girls. Yeah. Can we, can yeah. I pull, can I just, Evie Oddly is first up. She seems to be like, I think this was giving me kind of Nina Bonina Brown with the, yeah. with the peach, uh, What's the, the name orange of that head thing. Clown? Pennywise? Yeah. This is giving me Twisted Circus Tour 2. <laughs> oh my gosh, Twisted Circus yeah. Tees. That's the tour we're on right now. Yeah. I was a clown That's tonight her. for the first time. Gorgeous. Oh, Plastic Tiara. So amazing. I love Augusto Manzanares who made the corset. And I love Radagio that made the wings. Both two very lovely designers I've worked with before. So wait, I have a question. How did she get her hands on Cardi B's clothes? Is this just Because Augusto um makes clothes for for celebrities. 
And so after Cardi wore this, then Valentina wore it, then Plastique wore it? They traded it for a... (laughs) Technically, Cardi wore it, then Plastique wore it, then Valentina wore it. But that's the order. Oh, it went to. Well, because well, because they filmed season 11 before All Stars for promos. You know what I mean? So Valentina didn't know. Scald. Either way, mama, the piece is legendary. My friend is sickening at making clothes <laughs> and it's an iconic piece. I mean, I don't think we should see her appear again on any um Figure. I bet I could slide. I bet I could squeeze into it. But it was sick. Do you think I could put it on? Gonna try it out. Plastique looked like a doll. She did. She is the doll. I mean, I'm the doll. But she's she's in the dollhouse. (laughs) She's in the dollhouse. No, she looks stunning. The back piece is great. It's unusual and great. Now, Raja O'Hara. I love this. I not mean, it love, is very you. Not because you love chat. It's very you. You know what? No, it's not very me. It's very hey. polished. Chaps. <laughs> you don't think this well, is Well, I've polished? seen you wear chaps before. I just You have today. leopard print chaps. Uh, I do. Yes, I do. Her behind is chapped. So what? You don't... I mean, I think this is a really successful look. I think yeah. she looks I think great. it looks great. It's put together well, but the it's just sculpting, not my favorite. The sculpting of the shoulder and the chaps, I thought I just was think great. at this point in Drag Race, we shouldn't be seeing leotards anymore. So you're anti-leotard. I am, because I was a leotard queen for so many years. And I was just like, because I didn't know what else to do. And I hated it. You've progressed. Well, I probably still wear leotard here and there, but Mama, it's Drag Race. You're on TV. You reveal at least one layer. In I'm not saying leotard. it's not bottom of the barrel, the le- but no. the leotard is when the boom. She boom, was in a plastic boom, boom, tiara. The lightning strike happened. Okay, well we when have fully dancing. That's when you have a leotard. Don't open an leotard. <laughs> I mean, she okay. has chaps and she's got a zhuzh. It has shape asymmetrical. To it. Yeah, I get it. I love it, that it's shoulder. pretty. No, it's pretty. We have a dispute on our hands. It's a dispute. Mama, it's right. Christmas every day. <laughs> Next, oh, we no. have Nina West. Oh, no. She's what? You're not feeling? Oh, no, Mama. Why not? First of all, there's like, what kind of plucked feathers are those on the fan? <laughs> I mean, Mama, look at that. Chicken. Motion. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Meatballs if you're like going to come up with an ostrich fan on the runway, baby, let's have a few ply. It should be full. It, <laughs> it should, should be, be full. a few ply. And the thing on the head. I, this hey. moment, she's referencing Dolly Levi from Hello Dolly. Uh, Hello Dolly. From Hello Dolly. She's doing my, that late Victorian kind of. I mean, I love that. She's I don't doing know who May that West. is, but I love that. Okay. She's doing a version of Mae West. However, I think we need a brighter shade for hair. There just should have been like 20 times more feathers. And I'm sure when she reprises this look on the road, I'm sure it's the full, I just went on Drag Race and look at the bitch now. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully sure. she had it cut up and made into something else. But yeah. <laughs> cut up and made into Kinley. <laughs> Gia, I want you on every episode, please. I mean, it's hard though when you're on the race, mama. I it hated is. the clothes that I wore too. Like, yeah. I, maybe she just, you she, know, she, she just didn't. She She's a Venusian woman. She needs next Scarlet. Next, we have Scarlet Envy, who I love. Why mm. do people? Why must people wear brown with shades of orange? 
I think it's understating. So Jeremy hates brown hair. I appreciate this. the glitter all over her. The body glitter is great. Yeah. This the cut of this dress is very like Nicole Kidman wore a dress with just that sort of like ankle showing. It's very like that Dior. It reminds like, me of my season six premiere where I had the white um, lining showing at the bottom of my. Yeah, shoe. it looked like it needed to go down longer, and also I just didn't want to higher. see the white. Yeah, hanging over the edge. But she also made it herself, so that's pretty sickening. And I'm not reading her skills. I actually think for that garment being made by her. That's pretty good. And Miley also, we could yeah. let the white and lining. Also, slide. there's a difference between a widow's peak and a boy. But hairline. is that her hairline? So she was sporting. She was sporting her boy hairline. Oh, let's not gender a hairline. I think that was a very they them hairline. Is she that was anybody's hairline? Yeah. That hairline is genderless. She was using her real hair in the front. Yeah, it was a very and, I, and I think that's hair. cool. Yeah, but I but do we do we do we not do things to kind of. Not well, on season 11, we it. do it all. Optimize <laughs> it. Yeah. Right? Put your best Up foot lowest. forward. Put your best hairline forward. <laughs> yeah. What, whatever they be. Oh, baby. This one for me, though. Akira oh, Davenport. I think she took the night with Mama. this look. I'm, are and you saying she set fire to the rain? The great thing is I watched this on a shitty little feed on my phone. And so I thought it was just the hair was really long. This was her second place fringe. This is the other fringe. It's actually attached to to the the garment. And this is how you do a hair outfit. This is how you do it. Now, the rhinestone trim just freely glued to the leotard. (laughs) Yeah, not my favorite, but the hair technique, Mama. It's it, I've never seen this. Before. Yeah, it's no, really me great. either. It was genius. I'm like, yeah. where did she find orange hair that long? I know. And then I really got into it. I was like, oh, it's connected to the outfit. That's creative. It's very smart, and it looks good. And I heard from a piece of intel. <gasps> oh, Scott. I heard that she made this in a very short time. Oh, I did hear that too. The set on the spot. So, Mama, for on the spot, it looks pretty good, babe. Orange alert. Uh, She took the night for me. Next, we have silky nutmeg ganache. She's showing her pageant roots. I love it. She said, "I'm going to be queen. It's going to be a pageant gown." Gorgeous. Tiffany yeah. New York reads her and says, take your time, honey, because she's doing a good slow walk. Well, baby, Bella. she wants y'all to get into the garment. She's giving you very continental tees. And it's hard to walk in a gown like that. Yeah, I think that's why Rue said this is like a low speed chase with OJ. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> she, exactly. She's like if she's like if Oprah and Janet Jackson had a lesbian love child. Yeah, I can see that. She's pinched. I mean, if it was me and her, I would have beat her in the race. But yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. No, I meant like... Well, just like moving. Is it... Is it enough to just do a clean pageant presentation? I don't think so anymore. In 2019, I do. I think so. We need more of the traditional drag roots. I think you could save it for a certain category in which you think it speaks. Right. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I like that she's a voluptuous girl that's not scared to show her curves. Thank you. You know, we love that. Is it very pageant drag 101? Yeah, but 
You know I like that. Right. That's could just that, what I was brought up on. Could that you pattern I mean? give someone an acid flashback, possibly? <laughs> right. And she does, and she, she wins the cute. challenge. So this is sort of like a victory lap. Like it's clean, it's right. Like there's she nothing wrong cute. here. Clean she hair, looks clean. She looks cute. It's not clean innovative. Down. It's not like gagarilla. It's clean. Yeah, it's clean. Yeah. Clean gown. Next, we have Ariel Versace, who comes out in a kimono and then does a tear away. But I want her to bleeping cinch. She's like the adore who won't cinch this season. Jeremy wants Ariel to cinch. That's all. I and kind if those of are agree. fake Louboutins, mama, those gotta go. Do you think they're fake <gasps> Louboutins? I don't know, but I just hate the fake Louboutins. You don't like a fake Louboutin. Next, we have Mercedes Iman Diamond. She looks Aww. good. I will say her face looks so beautiful. Another bathing suit. Wow. Right. It is a bathing suit. I like the ostrich on the hair, though. It's very showgirl. You know how easy it Strong. is to yeah. maybe put together some kind of panty. What a fun runway, just... yeah? Orange. Orange. Really fun. Orange. <laughs> I don't feel like we've ever seen this before. Like, a color? Because what would you have They did the well, pride they did colors one. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, I missed and that they did one. Green and they did green for Michelle. Michelle. Trying to kick her off the show. Yeah. I mean, orange is like, I'm looking at these girls, I'm like... That's a like it's a orange color. What would you have done, Jean? Mama, I would have glue. I would have glued um, orange pasties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little like tangerine rind to my nipple. Oh shit! And then just probably put like you know, I don't know. I think cit- I think an orange in my strong. pussy. I think like a heavy yeah. spray tan. in your pussy. And then I would have came out and just started spraying like goo gone everywhere. <laughs> God, so the right. girls could smell me too. Oh, I smell you. <laughs> you know, I smell you, sister. Six. Next, we have Vanessa oh, Mateo. Now this, how you this is how you. This yeah. is how the she took Ariel Versace's look yeah. with the dangling feathers, no. and she took the Nina West look with the feathers on the headdress, Aww. and she executed it. In a grand... You see what you see what Platinum Blonde does to Orange. It just... It really brings her out. It's a delight. Yeah. It sets it off. She well, looks, see, and she's kind of in a leotard-looking thing, too, but it's, it's not. It's an exposed corset. You know what I mean? That's a like, custom corset. That's, like, the best I've ever seen her look. Yeah, she Mama spent really great. coin on this outfit. She has that Rue Girl money. She. This is her second round. That's true. That's so, true. So it's better. a little bit of a But advantage. her coming out like that made Ariel's look a little... Exactly. Not as real girl money. But right. she has it now. Next, Ms. Brooklyn we, Heights. We yes. have Detox's sister at arms. Miss Brooklyn Heights. Yeah. Now, Mom, I, I love this. Every year, you know, they ask the alumni for recommendations. Yeah. And I have been pitching her as my Every choice year. for like three years in a row. And See, it happens. I am so happy for her. And um, she, I hope, wins. This is what I say to girls who try over and over and don't make it. Sometimes they're just waiting for the right season to place you in so you can do well. Because if they see right. you and you're great, they can't just throw you in any season because it has to be it has to be a, a balanced season where you're going to shine, right. you, where your particular type of drag is going to shine. So like Nina West, she tried nine seasons in a row and look at here she is and she's fucking killing it. Finally. Yeah. 
And that isn't to say she wasn't great at drag four years ago or five years ago, but like, this is her moment. Same thing with Brooklyn Heights. Like this is, she's drag excellence. She is. And she's been preparing for a long time. And mama, she's a ex Miss Continental. She comes from the pageant world. And you know how I feel about that. It's just drag 101. It is. And that's like an orange sorbet fruit roll up. I right. want to eat her. It's an it's unusual delicious. orange. It is. Also, the silhouette and the concept is totally unlike anyone else on this runway. Mm-hmm. Everyone sort of right. went the showgirl route. Right. Whereas, she went edgy. Sh- yeah. Space, future. Fish. Fifth element. Take all this body. Yeah. She's really, really beautiful. Really great. Yeah, the coat good. is transcendent. I want it right now. I want to manufacture it for jcpenny.com immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Stunning. <laughs> Available for purchase after this episode. <laughs> Why and is then Michelle, Michelle Visage is like up high. <laughs> She's reading Joel McHill for death. She hates him. And oh. finally, we have Sugar Cane doing She a, just said, Mama, I'm just going to do it. Mm-hmm. She said, the suit I'm, looks stunning. The suit's great. But you're not feeling her reference. Oh, and some well, new no, some I hate the New reference. York, I some New that. York queen got to wear a pantsuit and got it, got to want to put a, a different concept of gender on the runway, right? Yeah, right, like milk, milk, or mm-hmm. the makeup, which I love. Is, the yeah. makeup is really it's inventive. I like the uh, well, I like the white eyelashes. I think it's like, disrespectful to Coco Montrose. Oh. oh. <laughs> Willem, why don't you tell us what you thought about this runway? Uh-huh. Bring it to the runway. Run, runway. Um, my favorite thing on the runway is Joel disrupting and just being dumb. I love it. Anyone who can make Michelle's face actually move with annoyance is okay to me. And girl, I'm sure she was displeased. You saw that. All the hooting and hollering. Jesus, I loved it. <laughs> um, what do you Raja, think that was about? Oh, I think it was about him just, you know... I think every comedian, when you come into something, doing the same thing that everyone else has just done and spitting out those same overly verbose, thought-out jokes, um, it's kind of, you know, <laughs> fucking well water. I'd rather do something new and, like, fresh. And Joel is doing that, just yelling and <laughs> being dumb. It's great. Evie looked fine. Plastique looked great. Um, Nina West did look like the mother in Cinderella, for sure. Uh, that'll be up on Race Tracer Pod. I'm sure we'll find it. I love that um, Akiria is bringing it every runway. She looks sickening. She looks put together. She looks like she planned this. Um, Ariel's feathers look fine, but then compared to Vanjie's feathers, two people later, I think that that is um, how you do feathers. They should have put Vanjie right after Ariel and really shaded the bitch. <laughs> um, I think that would have worked. Uh, Brooklyn looks amazing, and um, Sugar does this weird uh, 45 fantasy eating Cheetos, which is great, you know? I am fully disappointed, though, and Serena from the DMs also pointed it out, that no one came out as Chanel's Miss Mandarin for the Orange Runway this week. Um, ooh. <sighs> yeah, um, I think I think the runway is pretty good, you know? I wonder what color they'll do next season. Because <laughs> at this point, we're like, I don't know, put him in orange. Trump. Um, it was nice to see Ginger on TV again, too. 
Um, I guess. I mean, that's something people would say, right? <laughs> yeah. As you know, Willem is in Texas and she is currently on stage right now while we are recording this episode. However, she is here with us by the magic of technology. So this is a series of rapid fire Willem Wisdoms. Hello, everybody. This is Willem, and I'm in San Antonio, right by the Riverwalk, uh, finishing my tour up for the Haters Roast, and this is Race Chaser, live from the road. I think Alaska is in um, Norwegia or somewhere. I don't know, wherever Brooke's from. I want to talk about the things on Drag Race that happened that made me go, huh, that's a dispute. First of all, they showed Mercedes Iman Diamond nodding at Rachel Maddow like she had any idea who that was. And then they cut to her explaining, yeah, I don't know. It's like, we get it. We can understand the editing. We don't need this heavy handed, like, guess what? She doesn't understand. We knew that. I mean, we knew. And for the... Second or third time, I haven't said it, but I'm finally annoyed enough that I will. Sugarcane needs to dust them fingerprints off of that plastic shiny stuff on her hat that says Sugarcane because it looks so dirty. And God bless, I love her, and I know makeup and fingerprints and stuff, but shine your fucking sug, you know? I don't know, I thought. We do also have some intel from last week. Um, since I wasn't at the porno pool party where the alleged uh, infractions uh, occurred, I went and spoke to more people and seek them out, seeked them out, seeked them, seeked them. I seeked them. <laughs> I seeked them out, and I not only confirmed that there was vomit, but um, that. Uh, the girl that vomited went up and asked my friend after for some gum. <laughs> so I know the one girl was saying that, uh, you know, we were talking about her online, that it was, you know, y'all know it was. Um, and, uh, then she was posted. Oh yeah. Got up here, went to the gig. Here's me performing. That was the gig the next night at a different bar. <laughs> so I mean that's cute no we won't try to kill your career or nothing girl but it's fine everybody throws up at a gig now and then and doesn't show up and do their job all the way <laughs> I don't care I felt bad at first because I was like oh man what if I'm wrong what if those couple of porn star guys lied to me and they were just trying to get me to start shit but no it's fine we were right we were about as right as Rue's hair and dress this week because that was gorgeous too did you see that? I loved it. Um, I'm glad that... Sorry, go ahead. Do you have any thoughts on the feedback we got from who the Deep Throat Intel was? Um, I heard that it was Delta, which was preposterous. Um, I also heard it was Raja, which it wasn't. Raja with an H or OG Raja. Um, yeah, uh, everybody's wrong. Um, about as wrong as the Betsy DeVos hair and wig shape, uh, in this week's Rusical, because that was fucking wrong too. I mean, if you can't get the color right, at least get the shape right. And the Hillary and Rosie weren't right either. I mean, whatever. I'm not mad, but I mean, I do run a podcast and I am, uh, I am inclined to report of these type of things. I think, you know, I'm not just bitching. This is for the podcast sake. <laughs> um, I wanted to bring um, up something I received in the DMs. From someone named was it about a, Scott Runs Fast. Was it about a Muslim storyline? Because that's going fast. 
need to get that in before they go home. <laughs> We're really going to need you to talk about all those things you said you would in your audition tape before we send you home, dear. Well, the producers. <laughs> that was the producers. Scott sent a dick pic, but also sent video of Leslie Jones from SNL screaming about why the pit crew weren't wearing shoes. She posted it on her Instagram, too. Really? Well, girl, take a number, because I've been saying it for years. One of these days, poor Bryce is going to get hepatitis C from a rusty nail or a, or errant stinger that's on the ground stinging. <laughs> um, I'm worried, too, Leslie. It's, it's uh, you know, climate change and then pit crew wearing shoes in that order. Um, I have one other question. Uh, which is, I think you can probably speak to designer garments and the idea of like fashion rentals or things moving around. Plastique wore like a flaming feathery corset. Yeah, the Manzaray that Valentina also wore and Cardi B also wore. Yes. Um, I mean, poles are, poles are generally looked at as standard. Um, I'm pretty sure, I'm sure other people have worn it too. Somebody wore it on the runway, I bet, probably. I've been photographed wearing stuff that other celebrities have worn. Wesley Snipes wore this jacket boot combo and two Wang Fu that I got to wear for a movie called SWAT with Colin Farrell that they cut me out of. Um, but I still get paid for. Yay, SAG. Um, did you hear Rue this week mention a SAG card? She's like, "There, well, you ain't walked out that way to make that character into a SAG card yet. Like reality TV people get SAG cards, Rue. Okay, calm down. I wonder if Alyssa has one yet. Yeah, how many Who queens knows? do you think have SAG cards? I don't know. Um, I got one. So at least one. <laughs> at least one. No, there's got to be there's got to be at least two. Um, yeah, I bet there's at least two. <laughs> um i'm i am wondering about evie's uh ehlers danlos syndrome type 3 disease it makes things pop out i wonder if her dick will do that soon i'm hoping i love in the in the rusical when it's when they have the betsy devos character saying i have no idea what i'm doing as a joke instead of actually writing good and comprehensive material you know that would serve the whole crew and i i love that um Rue winked at Scarlett and she's like, good casting this week. Thank you for making Silky do the Oprah role, which we had intended because she's winning this week. You know, when she said, no, you can't be, you can't be Shandy. You know, it's just, it's, um, it's formulaic, but I'm not displeased by it all. That's, that's something I'll say. Um, I just think that the, the writing this season is not good. So far, it's three performance challenges in a row and none of these, um, None of these challenges are something that I would be like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to do it because nothing seems well-rounded out enough. It doesn't seem fair in a competition that's supposed to showcase everybody. You know, you have to find your own way and stuff, but shit. I mean, they have, like, jokes about, like, cutie patootie, Rosie saying cutie patootie. Rosie said that in the late 90s on a talk show. So if you're under the age of 37, you wouldn't really know that. It's not funny, you know? And I mean, when the jokes aren't even funny enough for the individuals to have cutaways and close-ups on their line and it's just shot in the wide, you know no one cares. I mean, I just think it's very evident. If a girl has a joke line and there's no close-up on it, which that's how that works in comedy, you know, it's one of those things where you're just like, why am I even here? I think. Do you remember a musical from the show or a lip sync extravaganza musical that was successful that you can think of? Um, I constantly play in my head 
the Gia Gun, Darian, like, we are the comedy queens. Um, and that was a small part, but they made it funny, you know? And I think the, the first Rusical was probably the best one with, with Courtney and Ben Creme and Bianca and Milk. And like, they were, I thought everybody was really exemplary in that. This one, it's, um, it's okay. I mean, there's some good ones, but like the material is just so thin. And that one, much like, much like Ariel's feathers on the runway compared to Vanjie's. Well, <laughs> the lip sync song this week is obviously, I think, a play to Mercedes Iman being, um, you know, uh, an immigrant to this country. Uh, James Brown is such a specific style of performance that I'm glad that Raja turned it a little bit. She was kind of giving me like, uh, Dita from season four. Like just she knew the mannerisms and she was getting buck and it was great. But how, how is your bus driver wig going to fall off with not even a pin? And she has braids in her hair. She has stuff to pin into because that's how I do my hair, too. How are you going to not have a pin, a pin, all them rhinestones and not a pin? Shit, girl. Shit. You think Rue was happy to save someone whose wig fell off during the lipstick? Girl, I think at this point, Rue is still playing eeny, meeny, miny, moe because she knows that none of these, that there's at least, you know, four or five more to go before she can actually concentrate and learn these girls' names and not Lila McQueen it, you know? Um, I do wonder how Raja asked herself. She's like, how the fuck did she end up in the bottom this week again? But I think if she watches the episode, she'll actually see. <laughs> um... I, I do also have some issues on the lip sync. Um, I love Mercedes shoes. It's a knockoff of a Versace and a Zanotti, which I, I'm in love with. Um, but when they cut to the close up of her saying Pittsburgh PA in the James Brown song, I was like, that could have been any four syllables. That could have been Schittsburg. No way. Because her, her lips were not matching the words for sure there. But that's like a good all. tried and true drag queen tactic to just move your mouth oh. if you don't know the words. Oh, for sure. But also that's what hair whipping and spins are for. So they can't see your mouth. But what or that's when you walk up to the back of the runway. So then you could do the walk down for the part that you do know, you know, or you say, thank you, baby. Thank you for the tips. You know, I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm i saying, you know, I don't know, because literally that's me on this podcast. I just say stuff and then contradict myself. <laughs> I'm going to do something that I never do and wrap this up. From San Antonio, this has been the Race Chaser co-founder, Willem Belli. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Alaska. Bye, Dipper. Bye, everybody else. Names I don't know. And now we have returned for a very special segment. You know, it is a well-known fact that there is a program that is half hour long that runs after every episode of RuPaul's Drag Race on VH1 and other streaming platforms. And it is called Untucked. Because if you're not watching Untucked, you are not doing drag. And so now, a very special exclusive segment known as One Line from Untucked. Akiria. She reminds me of like, y'all know at the car place, the little car thing we'd be blowing like this. Which is funny because that's what I say Thorgy is in the haters roast. Literally. Yeah, she's a fucking car rental. That's what I call him. I will take a line from Ariel Versace, and it goes like this. Cute. Great. Good. Meatball, do you have one line from Untucked? I'll take a line from Scarlet. I don't... 
I don't really like her approach. It's not even that I disagree with it. It's just like, girl, now is not the time. And that was my Thank you for that. And I am going to take a line from New York. You got that itch that needs to be scratched. (laughs) And this has been One one Line line from Untucked. untucked. And now it's time to get... Untucked for real. <laughs> so we know how this goes. Uh, everybody's seen the episode. Okay. Seven. Winner, winner, chicken ganache dinner. <gasps> Silky nutmeg ganache wins for her Oprah illusion. Mm-hmm. She wins a getaway to the Grand Resort and Spa in Fort Lauderdale. Hope she goes in the winter. It's hot. Trade. Girl, I know, T. And in the bottom, we have Mercedes Iman Diamond and Raja O'Hara. This was a really, I love like a bizarre off the wall wackadoodle song choice for a lip sync for your life. This was Living in America by James Brown. James Brown, America. Legend. Very legend, but like they throw in a man song every now and then, and like it's just a wacky choice. I thought it was really strong, and obviously, this was very suited to Raja O'Hara. She was sort of wearing James Brownish hair, right? She was in a pussycat wig for sure. Well, I it I'm just I'm really sad that um they don't provide bobby pins on the set of Drag Race. It it really, um, the ban on bobby pins has really affected, I think, a lot of the girls' performance. Um, the What do you mean, the ban? No, they well, go through everyone's bags and they steal, they take your bobby pins. Like, where? you're not allowed to have bobby they, pins. This didn't happen to you? In your kit. You're, Everyone you, knows where? about this, Gia. They go through, as soon as you arrive, they go through all of it. I'm just no, kidding. They, they t- don't do this. But why can't a whole fucking safety pin on a goddamn pussycat ass? fucking wig for a fucking Oh, because her wig fell off. Ah! I can keep on a stacked I can keep on a stacked wig with one bobby pin. If done right, one. yes. Zero N-E. One. So her wig falls off in that thing and her hair's in a braid so it shouldn't be that hard to just stick it into the braid. You know, but you know what? She her wig, Raja's wig falls off doing well, Mama, some fancy moves. Let me tell you one thing, okay? Uh-oh. And she still tell wins me, the Mama. lip sync. So, is the curse over? Is the if your wig falls off curse? Is that over? It just doesn't it matter is if, you're if up your against wig Mercedes. falls off or not on Drag Race. You don't think it matters, Gina? To me, it does. But look at what happened to Monique. I think it matters. Her to wig RuPaul. fell off, and she won. I think it matters oh. to RuPaul, and Miss Mercedes had her chance. There, I think right. with, bo- with bottoms now, it's like one chance, okay. Second chance, you're pretty darn well going to go if the other person hasn't been with you down there. And unless you turn and it I so think that's fierce. Just, yeah. It's a spoiler, but I think it's just for having watched the season so far. Mm-hmm. Well, um, Mama, keep the wig on. Okay. Well, I mean, is. as a Mama, rule. Mama, keep the wig on. Real. <laughs> It's better to keep the wig on, but I think this is proof positive that sometimes if your wig does fall off, that it doesn't necessarily mean you lose the lip sync. This has been a really fun episode. I'm glad we've had like a panel discussion. The day that my wig falls off on stage, <laughs> if 
Your whole scalp would fall I off. I even ever wear a wig on stage. <laughs> that will be the last day that you see me in drag. Really? Oh my God, Mama. I don't think there's anything more embarrassing than your wig falling off. You don't, Unless you do it on purpose. I mean, but that I just me? don't understand. Unless Why would you like purposely take your wig off? Well, tonight, Mother Tucker did it in her number because she's known for being bald and she was wearing a wig the whole number. And the, the song is This Is Me. So at the end, she ripped okay. it off. Have you wow. ever done okay. a rusical? Did you do a rusical? Yeah. yeah. The season six? You did. Shade the rusical. Yeah. yeah, I did. And you had to sing live. I was a comedy oh, queen. Oh, yeah. Why yeah. do you think we they're lip syncing them now queen. instead of singing live? Yeah. Oh, Yes. Me and Darian Lake. Don't listen to them because they're oh, all full of beans. Literally. <laughs> when she's there telling a joke, <laughs> I'm right behind you. Poke Mama, I gave it to them all. You nailed it. Mama, I gave it well, to them. Well, on your season, so you had to actually sing, but then. now they're making them lip sync. Is it because, do you guys think it's because they don't have the talent pool to sing or is it just easier? I think more and more they're having them lip sync to like women singers. Yeah. And I maybe that's more palatable to a wider audience uh, than having like some people who can sing, some people who well, can't Mama, sing. they're not going to lip sync to a male singer. <laughs> oh, honey, they did in the lip sync for your life. They, they did. did. They did. Oh, oh, they did. Oh. oh, yeah. Well, that's why I don't watch that show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, everybody. Well, Thank Meatball you for and us, uh, Big Dipper, it was lovely. Gina, it was so nice talking to you. I'm going to go Gina. ahead and sit down on the scalding hot bench over here uh, with Miss Jeremy. Thank you for joining us. You're an yes, angel. Ma'am. I love you so much. Thank you, Ange. Ange. And I'll see you in a couple of days. Yes, God. Yeah. Thank you. Signing off, Miss Chia Gunn. Brew. Also, thank you so much for joining us, Jeremy, our in-studio off-microphone guest. Oh, it's a pleasure. <laughs> thank you. And thank of you course, Meatball, me. what a pleasure. Thank, thank you for you. being in the studio. Oh. You and Dip holding it down on the Los Angeles front. <laughs> um, uh, thank you for joining us on Race Chaser this week. And we promise to continue to provide you with award-winning content every single week. I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. And you can rate our podcast and comment about how fantastic it is and subscribe to make sure you know when each new episode is coming out. Meatball, you want to take that next one? Oh, I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) Oh, cool. You can also join our OnlyFans page for exclusive content at OnlyFans.com slash Race Chaser Pod. And on on Instagram, (laughs) follow the dolls at Willem and at the Only Alaska 5000. And our Race Chaser podcast is at Race Chaser Pod. Send us memes. We want... To date meme, up to date memes for the Instagram stories, and don't forget to use the hashtag hashtag race chaser when you post. Also, follow me on my Instagram at spiciest meatball, or don't I don't care. Do it's worth it. And if you're in Los Angeles for DragCon weekend, get your tickets now for the Drag Queen of the Year Pageant Competition Award Contest Competition on May 26th, the Sunday of DragCon at 7 p.m. Is it's it too late to the- apply? Yes. Um, It is too late to apply, but you know what? There's always next year, Meatball. Thank you. 
You can go to www.themontalbond.com or click the link in my bio on Instagram. Thanks for joining us. What a great episode. Thank you, guys. We did it. Bye. We did it. Bye, me. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever. Race Chaser with Alaska and Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck, available on iTunes. <laughs>